when i started the year of fundraising stubborn i'm going to get one like as the first guest of the year uh, i thought start the podcast so it got prolonged to the extent that it's the end of january and i haven't pushed anything out i was like no no i'm going to start it to one that yeah <laughs> so, so i'm glad yeah. i'm glad man awesome man yeah you you posted like after a month like you have been yeah the last one was in the end of december like managing work and all that stuff like it's hard to like mm-hmm. uh, find time to actually shoot and edit and all that stuff so yeah, yeah. We're trying to like uh, we're transitioning into moving the podcast into like a more uh, visually aesthetic uh, uh, position <laughs> <laughs> rather yeah, than yeah, shooting yeah, from my room yeah so yeah it, i don't <laughs> want it to be that dude in a basement situation for a <laughs> I mean it's not a no, basement. Me, this is much this is yeah this is much better like this is why I like your podcast also like the fact that you are set up which is in like a bedroom you are very authentic the way you speak there's no like construction as to what you do and yeah. but you just go with the flow that that's that is why I really like I I I shared your podcast in my Instagram also like, I know I know man started, they started I was like fuck this is like this is really good stuff so that's why I really want to support you I really appreciate you. it man and I'm glad I'm here No I'm I'm super glad to have you man like uh, someone of your caliber right uh, but I had a few questions right I had a few questions so I I did like a little yeah. stalking before I got you on the podcast so I so I had to know mm. exactly who I'm talking to right yeah. um so you've been in the in in advertising for like seven years now right no I've been in the design industry for seven almost like six years now six years okay but advertising is been for like 3 years almost it's for this march is going to be 3 years so yeah design advertising and i, I don't know where it's going to go next i found this thing very uh very interesting because you uh, it's very subjective it's a very subjective thought because everyone can i mean we're in a time where anyone can be anything right and uh, i mean i call myself yeah. i'm a podcaster and all that jazz uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so but you positioned yourself as a typographer yeah yeah it's how did, a, how it's did a that big, come about it's a big title to hold to be honest like um even i also had this thing of like what what do i call myself yeah. uh, you know like because in the beginning obviously we are we don't know what we want to call ourselves in the beginning so yeah. since the moment you open up photoshop and then move things crop things around you become the graphic designer yeah. so i was kind of that person i'm guilty to that but and then like after the events that happened after i started this whole thing and then and i realized that i am more into bec- like doing more typography stuff so yeah. i might as well call myself a typographer yeah because all everything that i do even if you go through my instagram you will see everything i do is basically uh, around typography so yeah. i might as well call myself a typographer and the reason why i it's it's such a like a big thing is because there are not many typographers in the country to be honest like yeah it's very very limited amount of uh, typographers so i call it myself with pride but also like a lot of uh, responsibility which is kind of i don't know do you come across do you come across like you go walk up to someone and tell them you're a typographer and they 
uh, you catch them like pause mm. for a second like what does that really mean <laughs> no yeah 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 and everyone so you know the perception that people have towards typography is just like it's something that something is something of very small that we do in day to in our day to day lives right yeah. for them the perception about typography is like say like downloading on like downloading from the website installing it and then applying that's the that's a typography for them yeah but there's actually much more to that to yeah. learn in typography and then when i say myself sometimes i don't even call my like i know the people like say for example someone like you would understand like okay typography is this yeah. but say someone who has no nothing or no knowledge about this uh, industry and i go and tell them like i'm a typographer so, and they would be like then i had to explain them from like the beginning okay this is what typography is and this is what it does and this is what i do and this is where my work goes and all of that so sometimes even to like avoid that also i just say okay i'm just a designer like just call me, call me a designer <laughs> yeah but yes i i got so many looks as like oh okay really uh, um is is there even a real job yeah i just like yeah. i mean some some people perceive it in a way that oh you're being um, pretentious right of course <laughs> <laughs> right trust me it, even even yeah. though like it's it's but it's amazing that you found your niche right you found what you really mm. want to excel at which is which is very important a lot of a lot of kids i see they're like oh i'm a graphic designer but then sometimes their strongholds could be in branding right it could be yeah, in packaging yeah. right uh, yeah. as opposed to saying when you say i'm a graphic designer and take every gig that comes i mean in the start it makes sense for you to test the waters but yeah. then eventually mm-hmm. where you have to see yourself is excelling at one singular thing yeah definitely that that's that's one of the things that i also had to figure out uh when i started when i started my career it's like uh just like everyone is everyone started just like a designer they do everything right yeah. like in, on my first job itself i'm sure we will get into this but yeah. on on my first job i did so many things and then i didn't know what i want to do but later on with you know you really connect with something like for example you you really connect with like storytelling video making and stuff like that so you know that this this is this is where your time is much more better allocated 100%, because your yeah. time is money right yeah so you spend more time creating stuff that are related to that and then teaching people also and then creating all of that and that's how like it comes down like and it comes for everyone it it will come to like you know a point where you have to like funnel down everything and then focus on one thing and create more of it but sadly most of the people don't do that like they are just they are in this whole you know that in this saturation of like so many designers they don't try to niche themselves out which is kind of sad because the amount of creative work that comes out from that is very very low uh because if you have a lot of diversity in with people doing different stuff in different ways it would be really really cool but i'm really happy to see some really people are doing really cool shit but where do you think that stems from wow Does it stem from education or is it the industry or I mean you can't say it's the individual itself because you see it in very large numbers so it can't be a singular yeah. person so there must be something mm. that causes this problem at mass 
yeah i think um sometimes i feel like it's because of the perception that people have like in about this whole industry you know uh because everyone is a graphic designer these days you know you you do something on canva and you are a graphic designer yeah so that's that's not the case and then i i i watched this podcast with akila also i yeah. i and i was like yeah that's so true like everyone can be a graphic designer yeah and the moment the and the thing is like they try to cut into everything you yeah. know they sometimes because most of the people to be honest i feel like they don't try to find their own style yeah they just try to get along with what they do like sometimes some people consider graphic designing is just a job so they just keep doing it sometimes they don't even do it for the passion and they just do it to survive also so they will just do what they want and sadly because there are so many people like that in the industry who are just doing design just for the sake of doing it and yeah. that kind of has like ruined the uh you know finding people of making their finding people their style and then you know doing their own shit yeah. and uh, basically the i'm not saying i'm the best at it but i feel like the people people uh, the entrepreneurial like the thoughts that they have is very very less when yeah. it comes to the design industry so the, so i don't know it's a big big thing to talk about to be honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's 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 the important it conversation right it's it's something that should be yeah, spoken about so that i mean so that we have a sense of insight as to what the issue is and if it can be solved at all yeah definitely definitely sometimes i also feel like it comes from the schools also like i see i see a lot of uh, universities like i see the work that comes out from each of the universities uh for me there are three two three universities that that are coming out yeah and there are there in the country and the way they teach the way they approach design is very very different to each other and because of that also that also comes down to the student also them becoming just a designer you know <clears throat> i'll take this as an example aod is very very good at uh, teaching students to come up with uh, designs with good concept uh, the problems that actually the uh, the designs that actually solves problems you know so that <clears throat> even though even though it is not those prob- those the solutions can so- solve problems from the design mm. at least that they at least they find like their niche into that they they bring something from themselves to their problems that they want to solve and that really helps them to also figure out what they want to do in the future which really helps for them as well and then there are some some institutes which i'm not going to name them uh some institutes which just like it will just teach you design it will just teach you like okay look this is photoshop this is illustrator this is what it does do what your the problem with that says. is what they teach you is they teach you how to be an operator right exactly there is exactly. no design thinking exactly. there right you you're taught how to use a set of tools exactly it it can only last longer right yeah. like i like there is only so much that you can do with the software yeah and at at one point you break you break as to like if you really want to like sir, if you really want to like move up on this ladder in this design industry you just have to like keep innovating 
not through like the software but like design thinking creative thinking it's really really makes a big impact because there i know some i know some people who are, who doesn't know some softwares but they have really like gone up in this ladder of design industry because they the creative thinking that they have is crazy so that's that's what differentiates many designers from each other is because some people just you know they only know the software but some people are just really really good thinkers of ideas so that's what separates each of them and people usually who just only knows to know who operate the software fails flat you know yeah that's how we get that's how we you know that's how i i, I don't want to blame this also that's how all these bad designs in the street that we see those are the people <laughs> who make those things man it's <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i mean uh, that's that's the thing i mean when you if you look at it that way then uh, like every industry there's always like tiers right so mm. each tier will cater a certain audience a certain market um, and uh, they also they also they also exist because yeah. of a certain price point or like lack of knowledge uh, yeah yeah which is why even though you're like the best designer out there you you will only cater towards like a certain audience definitely right definitely. so that's, because, that's the problem there yeah because you know like even bad design works right yeah even even bad design <laughs> it does its for, yeah it does its purpose yeah <laughs> so it functions yeah, so like yeah. there has, yeah there has to be a bad designer to do bad designs and then, yeah so we notice that things also which is for me it's it's really interesting how bad design gets noticed really faster than good design yeah and uh, i'm just like sometimes i i go down the streets and i'm just like why am i wasting my time or money to this <laughs> like crafted designs when i could just come up with something shit and then people would actually look at yeah but yeah like you said there there, there are certain levels in this industry which is like so so vast to each other it's crazy yeah and also sometimes when you look at things like let's say things on the top like on the very top that gets paid like millions right i i, I don't mm. remember exactly what it was mastercards rebrand or some some big ass comp- like big ass companies their mm. rebrand right it, it costed like mm. eight digits um but yeah. then in the sense it didn't really make sense to me as to what they changed or like i couldn't tell the difference maybe maybe it was a thought process behind it but then that is, that mm. also ends up in the name the designer holds or the company they are rebranding that's also there right yeah. as opposed to someone who's yeah. smaller who could actually think of something really conceptual and like change this company's face entirely and then mm. paid peanuts <laughs> so Yeah yeah because uh, I don't know if I can name this name but there was a supermarket that did a re- big rebranding yeah yeah uh, okay uh, very uh, green i hope yeah very green <laughs> okay and uh, <laughs> and uh, that's basically that that's 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 basically everyone knows the story yeah. already yeah <laughs> so uh so uh so i i got to know the like the place the magic i i work at magic mango now yeah so we we got to work on one of their first campaigns that they did after the rebranding and uh, we got the brand guideline from this said agency 
that did the, did this uh, rebranding. Uh, it was not it was not a local agency, by the way. It was done and by an agency oh, like okay. overseas. Yeah, uh, and um, so the the rebranding, like from the from the brand guidelines itself, we can tell like how much how much into details that have gone into into making like rebranding this whole thing. It was not only about like the logo and you know just the supermarket and stuff like that. They had to think about like holistically like when it comes to supermarket like how fresh the food is like how the packaging is there how do you cook it and all of that and the management and everything so that's what sets apart like many designers from each other how much attention they pay pay for each of the designs that they do and one of the craziest things that i've never seen have been done by this agency was they create recreated uh, kill the sorry, I said the word. Uh, they recreated, yeah, they recreated the supermarket in uh, AR. They recreated the supermarket in AR so that they don't have to come down to Sri Lanka every time to like look around and see what's happening. So <laughs> they actually recreated. So the the designers got the real experience. That's so like okay, if you place something like this here how would it look like, the colors and everything. So those things really matter, right? Like that's how, that's what I feel like many designers are trying to do at least, or they are trying to become, is like how much the attention that they pay into the details, because little, little thing makes a big, big difference in design. Yeah. And uh, that's why I also like, I'm a very detailed person and, uh, that's why I like typography. Typography is so much into like details and stuff like that. And um, yeah, man, I really like what what people are doing, to be honest. For me, it's just crazy to see what the amount of things people do in all these tiers. Yeah. I'm always fascinated. I'm always fascinated. Like I always be like, I, some, I, I actually study a lot as to like what makes, what makes bad design to be so noticeable, you know? And yeah. uh, and what's what what makes good design to be like? Because bad design is it. like, uh, I mean, it sticks in your brain, right? It's very memorable, as opposed to good design. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, that's good design, and that's it. You basically forget it. After. Yeah, yeah. So, and sometimes you have this like hate towards bad design, and that sometimes also you remember that uh, hate that you have towards a brand, probably. And then, like those uh, tuk-tuk that, stickers. <laughs> oh, talk about it. But trust me, dude, there is, there is genius in that. Yeah, there is genius in that. I, I, don't, I feel like there is some genius that we don't even understand because I know there's, there are so many things involved in creating tuk-tuk stickers, right? Someone designed those letters, someone printed those, someone cut those, someone even, even those dumb lines, they yeah. thought about that. Right? I, I really like, think about it, right? What is the thought process behind it? Does, does the tuk-tuk guy ask for a specific line or do they have like a, exactly. like a, like a book full of like quotes that they pick off from? Like, how does that work? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's my thing also. Like, do they have things like that? Just, or do they do it just for the mere thing of like, uh, attraction, you know, yeah. like some, or some people even do, uh, even for Facebook. I, I suppose they are doing even for Facebook because there are some people who will take the picture of the back of the trivial and upload it. And obviously, that trivial is going to be kind of famous yeah. if that makes them famous. 
but i but this is funny because i remember way back then and i <clears throat> i used to be i i i'm from candy originally and uh, i there was a shop who did stickers for three wheelers nearby and i just saw like it for me it just really fascinated me how people took so much detail into like cutting those letters i feel because you know candy right it takes time to get things to come to candy from kalamburi candy so yeah. this bugger in this small shop he was just cutting the letters and stuff like that i was just like fascinated how much deep how much time they take to you know cut these dumb lines and paste <laughs> on those freaking tuk tuks and by the time he's cut all the lines like you know even if there's a typo it's too late <laughs> it's too late it's actually too late that's that's why i feel like and sometimes uh, and sometimes it's not like a it's not like a usual client right they don't yeah. do issues yeah right? <laughs> to the guys is like oh yeah wala da pambar karanda so they have that mentality also it's it's just funny in every sense but yeah it's crazy <clears throat> I wanted to talk about typography but then you bought this point uh, earlier before before I got to typography I wanted to and you were saying mm-hmm. how you know this certain uh, agency that was putting a lot of work in I mean the attention to detail right um mm-hmm. but something like that let, let's say as a designer right uh, something like that can only be ex- I mean you can only get that kind of thing out of exposure out of experience working with such an yeah. agency and what not there's only mm. so much you can yeah. learn there's only so much you can like study and you know refer to but yeah. most of it comes out of experience uh don't you think yeah. a factor you, a huge factor plays in because i mean it's a very well known fact that there's agencies popping up like trees everywhere and uh, mm. most of those agencies aren't qualified to handle designers even though like there's a certain yeah. level of qualification that you need to handle a designer or to tell a designer what to do or mm. how to do it you can't be yeah. like okay you know just draw this up or like download it off pinterest and uh, <laughs> yeah change things up yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. most of these designers are wasted over poor i uh, mismanagement of uh, sort mm definitely that's it's it's actually a thing where i feel like i don't know that like people who has good experience there are some designers who has a little bit of ego yeah. when they go to like an uh, agency or somewhere they, they, they like what the fuck that bugger knows about design you know yeah, yeah. easy to tell me yeah. what to do and stuff like that so there are people like that also but it's all about understanding like what the brief is and then yeah. actually making that designer tell that okay look this is what you have to do and just do your thing but also add a little bit of what of your flavor also because what's the point if you what what's the point if he, if that designer didn't do anything that he doesn't he likes right he has yeah, to do yeah. something he has he likes and uh, that really sets apart like different different designers because and also like you said management actually plays a big big role when it comes to creating like make <clears throat> when it comes to the output of the things that the designers give you know it makes a big difference because mentally also they have to be uh they have to be like really free in what they designs because yeah. if you design out of rage at some person it's not never going to come out <laughs> well at all yeah. i know from i hope you know by your experience also when a client's like 
really annoying. You just don't feel like doing yeah, anything. Yeah, you just like you just feel like I mean to an extent it's like I just want to finish this off, but then you you're bound to yeah. know that it's going to come back and you know you have to do it from scratch anyway. That's the case. Yeah, you just want to like get that period of like, you know, for yourself like okay, I'm going to give this this thing to the client. Yeah. I'm going to free for like a week because feedback usually takes time yeah. <laughs> to come back so we yeah. that time I will get to regain that energy to like do it again if look it at it from like that. a fresh perspective fresh perspective right <laughs> so it comes down to that also but yeah it's actually like you said for many designers the experience really really matters because if you say for for me for me for an example i'm i'm working in an advertising agency and uh, we are not only doing campaigns for a certain certain kind of brand you know we always do like we have this thing there you know uh sometimes we work for a, like a really cool brand and then the other day you would work for a toothpaste brand you know it's like that the yeah. the scope of the brands that you work with is very very different and the amount of and the people or the way you handle people also is very very different to each other so that really matters when it comes to you know becoming that designer that you want to become uh because you have to also consider those things like what are the kind of people that you handle and what are the what are the kind of people that sees your design and all of these things matters when it comes to becoming that good designer yeah. and uh, yeah it's it's a it's a cool process actually to become a good designer but uh, some people really don't take it too seriously also there's a some are very like egoistic into becoming like okay, i'm just going to do what i think it's best and i'm not going to listen to anyone else which kind of sucks but which is i mean that is bound to happen at at a point i guess i mean i've been at in a, a position point, yeah. where i've been like you know i know everything and you know i'm not going to take yeah, advice yeah, yeah. from anyone like uh, you know yeah. uh, but then i guess you come I'm, if you if you're like that you 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 are faced with situations that humbles you also um yeah of course my goodness so many <laughs> so many situations so many situations that you that the things that happen will bring you down to earth man it's, yeah I don't know. So there's so many things that have happened which I can't even explain in this podcast. <laughs> I don't know what will happen. <laughs> But so many things has happened that really sets apart, you know, to becoming that designer. Yeah. If you had to handle everything, you know, it's it's a job. It's a job that you have to do. Something that you have to excel also very well. So And it's also a high a job that is that's in high demand, right? Yeah. graphic designers are in high demand right now which is which is great news my brother is studying uh, i mean he he wants to be a graphic designer he just finished his foundation so now he's in like second thoughts if he wants to study bfx so uh, mm. uh, i mean i i don't know exactly what he wants to do neither does he mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it's it's a, it's a stepping stone so when it comes to things like that right uh this there was this fascinating thought that i had during during the first lockdown everyone was stuck at home blah blah um and i saw a very high influx of people looking for graphic designers for their businesses or it's like all mm. they were looking for were graphic designers and i was wondering yeah. like where was this work before 
Mm. Right? Yeah. Like what Definitely. where did where did the surge come from? And then with with um, demand there was the supply. Like mm. out of nowhere yeah. there is this surge of graphic designers everyone like most of them operators like I mentioned before mm-hmm. right. Uh, some of them even Canva designers. You never know. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. they take up projects, and I mean, so there is that sense of market saturation that you can't really control or like um, mm. overcome in any way. But then uh, it's it's subjective, right? It's good that a lot of people take up tasks. I mean, learn a new skill, which is amazing, and uh, yeah. try to make a living out of it, which is great. But there's also I mean, it's a scale, right? There's all there's two sides. It's to that a scale, scale, yeah. There's two yeah, sides. Yeah. To story. There's like 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 we like we discussed earlier. There's only so much you can do. Yeah. By just uh, picking up a skill that you think that matters to your business, you know. Um, I I don't want to put down anyone else, but I did good in first in the first lockdown because there there were so many there were so many brands who approached me and like asked me like can you do this 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 I was like yeah yeah I'm like not doing anything at home I just took <laughs> up all the projects I, I did fine and it was crazy it was the during the first lockdown like people people really wanted to do sell things and like they didn't yeah. care about the budgets and stuff like that yeah they they would just like spill money for everything. And I would done so like okay like this is what it takes if you want something good like give it to me I'll do it like it's fine yeah. and then yeah yeah it it came down to that and it's also good like also it's it was really nice to see some people who could not afford good designers pick up these skills also yeah uh, because I know a few entrepreneurs that who I worked with uh, they had to study web designing like. From the sketch because they couldn't afford a web designer to do their you know to do their web designs and stuff like that. It was really good. Yeah. For I'm I'm not saying there is nothing bad in it. It's really good that they picked up a good skill. Yeah. At least in some way, in some way, I feel like the outcome of that would be that now people would understand what is the true value of a designer and what the process a designer the brings hours to that you put into yeah. it, right? And then they're not going to nitpick yeah. and say, okay, change this, change that. Yeah, exactly. So like now, when I talk to those people who runs those businesses, they are like, "Machan, like I, I can't believe the amount of work that you guys put." And then, especially when it comes to web design, there are so many things that are considered, right? So, yeah. it was really, it for me, it was really nice to see that people real realizing all those things during a lockdown, and then also understanding a true value of a designer and a, not a designer, but a creative person. To be yeah. Honest. In general, yeah. So how was it for you? How was was it for you in the first lockdown? Because you are mostly a video person. Yeah, first lockdown wasn't as bad. Uh, anyhow, I kind of took a. I mean, I was taking twenty twenty was a little frustrating for me with all client stuff, and I just like stopped taking video gigs because I was just drained. Mm. Right, I was mm. uh, I was a prisoner to the brief, right. <laughs> yeah and then I, I wanted to like let go man I was like and I had and, and I could afford to since since it was like a so I was like freelancing so I could afford to I was like okay I'm not going to do this for a while um, mm. and I kind of stopped and then I've, I'm also working on a like a bunch of other things so I'm I'm, I'm occupied so I didn't miss it that much mm. I wanted to focus on 
creating films that actually uh, that were fueled by passion and not just uh, like that had a commercial yeah, yeah, purpose good. right yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so that that is in the works otherwise you know otherwise you can shoot like 100 commercials and you can feel a thing and you'd only like drain like so 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 that i'm i'm glad it's it's good to take a break from all that uh, yeah it's actually good like it i think I, every creative every creative needs a little bit of break from what they usually do yeah uh because the it's this burnout is like a really it's a thing that we have yeah. that people don't realize like especially in creatives like we are always thinking stuff in our head you know like yeah. we would travel by the two canals like what can i do for this like every time you know yeah. and we really need some break to like take it from the usual route that we have to like you know take it away from our usual system and then yeah. you know, come back with a better better story or better design uh, to produce and i'm glad that you did something like that right but yeah. i i really love i really i really loved everything that you did that last video that you do amazing the taylor <laughs> video what oh, is yeah. devian mahanse yeah yeah man like beautiful 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 that was that was just sitting on my hard drive for like a while and i haven't edited it <laughs> man you know what i'm going to edit this <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah 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 it comes down to that yeah yeah so yeah when you when you're stuck with work man you can't really think outside that right it's like a it's like mm. an endless cycle like from review to review and uh poaching yeah. clients and you know someone wants to quit yeah, and yeah. handle that and you know it's just endless mm. man you don't have time to think uh i mean think about something that you actually passionate about because when your passion yeah. becomes your source of income it <laughs> gets complicated it's very very complicated because you are not doing like the especially like the income also is also it fluctuates right like one month you are doing like really well the yeah. other month you are just like draining and those things really like takes a all on you also yeah, uh, like it's i feel like being a creative entrepreneur is much harder really great it, really it is it is and especially and, if but, you're freelancing that's that's ooh, a nightmare man ooh, it's a nightmare i don't know how you do it uh, props to you man how crazy how you do it it's just like um, uh, you you're hanging on a shoestring <laughs> I don't do it anymore <laughs> but uh, last yeah. year last year was the last so uh, early last right. year it 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 doesn't it, it's not i mean it's great on on good months it's great but then in the long run it's not sustainable hmm because when it sure. comes to video yeah. the margin as much as like like you tell like a client asks you okay how much would this cost and you tell them and then for them it's like oh you know that's a lot but even if you look mm-hmm. at it the margin is so thin right after yeah, you are done with it like you barely have anything mm. right it's not okay. like it's yeah, not yeah. like you have like a 80% margin right you get like yeah, yeah. 10% or like less than that if you are lucky yeah, yeah. it's crazy Like yeah, you cut yeah. it very close but then still it's very hard you have to do multiple things to survive yeah i know like even even this uh, i hope we'll get into that also later in 1831 studio yeah let's get to that let's get, just jump into it 
<laughs> let's jump into <laughs> it how did 1831 okay. come to be like like did you start it during uh, the pandemic or yeah the first lockdown oh first nice lockdown. um so it was i started with this with my partner like with now he's my partner like still my friend uh shout out to mahela uh so during the first lockdown he's a wedding photographer so weddings obviously kind of stopped halfway uh, yeah. after after the lockdown and i was also doing like at home doing nothing basically so we would always something that we would always do is it's like we would go through like what the brands are doing these days in the country like especially in the columbus very columbus centric brands but we will go through the what they do usually yeah and then we will always be like could have done things something better you know could have yeah. done this this photo could have been taken differently you know this design could have been differently you know and then like upon like like a month of like contemplating like thinking uh, we were just like why don't we start something that will like tackle all those problems you know yeah and uh, because <clears throat> we came we come from very two different aspects so i thought it it was a good marriage of two skills he's a he's a photographer he knows the photography side of it and then i come from uh, like a design and creative perspective so both come together i felt like it <clears throat> it it will work really well and we also didn't want to like cut into like so many like different different clients we only wanted to like fixate into like boutique clients you know there are we didn't want to like go into like big clients like mass mass market clients we just wanted to fixate on to like a certain amount of clients uh and we wanted to create things because like we felt like in those brands we have the freedom and the capability of trying out things trying out different styles and stuff like that even the client <coughs> is also sorry is so willing to try new things yeah. yeah so we we really like that we we really like that approach also because we everyone like you and i we are all young people we want to do crazy crazy shit right yeah and because of that we also feel like well, if we pick brands that are crazy enough to do crazy stuff with us we we our creativity also will grow along with them as well the, as their brand grows and we also grow so that's what that's how the 1831 came about 1831 is basically the name came about so dumb uh we all, we actually thought about a name and this actually i'm sure this will connect with you at some point uh so yeezys you and i like kanye west so yeah. i we both me and my partner we both <laughs> yeah. love yeezys we both love yeezys and then because because we both love yeezys we were like let's name our studio as a tribute to yeezys you know? <laughs> and there were so names nice. there's so many there were so many names like, there were so many names because there was charcoal and some dumb names there were like we can't even think about yeah so we would like we would like keep ourselves saying different different names okay and we came to one name uh for sure we came to one name and then we did a research like this name it really stuck in our head because we really want like because it's easy what was like, it this is the, this is it uh i'll get to that point uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this name because it really stuck in our head we were we were like okay let's start with that name 
and then we did this little research. Turns out there is a brand in the same name in Colombo. Just like my oh, brain, dude. We could have done that. Uh, so the name is uh, uh, I don't know how to spell this properly. Is it Wanta Studios, the part of Mimosa? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Wanta is a true name. So. We, we were really stickily that the day we found out it was just like, oh, come That's on. literally yeah. like uh, the way you wanted to phrase it also. <laughs> yeah, it's just like one of the studios. It's like simple, right? And it, there's a little bit of mystery in it also. So, but, and then we stuck into like, just start putting out birth, birthday dates, you know, like a mine is on 18th and his one is on 31st. So like, they're just like combined both together. And then, yeah, it, and then... <clears throat> We didn't really thought it'll pick it up, you know. We were just like, for fun's sake, let's put together everything yeah. that we have done, and then you know, we we have our own. I have my own clients. He has his own clients. It's like, okay, let's put together, and uh, something that we that we started with, like for the, you know, didn't even think about this bigger picture. Yeah. We ended up like getting a lot of clients now. <laughs> now like super super busy, like every day. Every week there is a shoot, and every day there is like a design going out. It's 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 crazy. Sometimes you know there are proposals being made and stuff like that. Uh, the process was really fun to start with. Now it has become a little crazy. You know, like you don't sometimes see like what's going to come in front of you. Yeah. And then the process just became, I don't know. Sometimes it became <clears throat> sorry overwhelming also. That's normally the but, case, right? It all starts off all fun and games, and then before you know, you're just grasping for bed. <laughs> yeah, my goodness! Like sometimes, and then yeah, that's and then now only now I'm realizing because I'm also like <clears throat> I'm doing many things while while I'm as an art director at this magic magic tango, and uh, I'm also a lecturer, yeah. and I also and I also do this eighteen thirty one work. And I also do this work at agency, and then sometimes I get, uh, you know, you know, friends and stuff like that. They they also come and be like, you know, can you do this with them? Yeah. So all of that when it when you are in, when everything works in your head, you're just like, come on, man, just like, can you just give me a break? Yeah. And then I can't even like say things to people, right? I can't be like, you know what? I'm not feeling mentally good today, so I'm not doing your designs. We can't be that, right? If you yeah. start something, you just have to keep doing it. Yeah, so but then like, I have I have really I I mean I used to be like that, but I really took it upon myself. Like if I don't feel like doing it, I'm just gonna tell the person. Or else they'll bug you until you do it, right? Yeah, yeah, my goodness. And it's very annoying if it's if those if those if the client is understanding, it's fine. But yeah. there are annoying clients like they're like you said you said you'll be fine by today, and then yeah, I still haven't got it. I was just like, oh, chill, dude. Like, yeah, I'll man. get you. I'll I'll give you that. Man, but, things like like uh, this, like you know, they like. Like a scenario like this, right? Which 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 is normally the case. You know, they bug the shit out of you until you send a V transfer, mm. and then they don't download oh it, goodness. and then it expires, yeah. and they are like, "Hey, man, what happened to the link, man? I can't open it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, so that frustrating. Really me, uh, yeah, and the V transfer one is like how many days? Seven days? It has like for seven days. I think it's two weeks or something. I uh, not too sure. Oh, my goodness, it took you two. Like I'm just like. 
but then you okay, asked me okay, like you are in like sacha hari right yeah sacha hari like it's like the world is going to end <laughs> you were like you were going to ask me i also like get recently like i'm not going to name names but recently i did a i did a web design for a certain brand and uh, people will stalk and find out what the brand i did but um <laughs> i did this uh, <laughs> website design for them the client was so annoying like every like i would do a design i would do a chain and then like that person wouldn't check like that person wouldn't check like if the for reviews the website like yeah and then i'm just like can you just check the website and can you just check the website i have done the changes so no 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 it's not that uh and then they will refresh the page and then only they will say ah okay you're done i'm sorry i'm so i'm sorry it's like <laughs> put me through hell through the whole day and at the end of it you're just going to be like i'm sorry <laughs> but yeah the kind the clients are also i don't know we have to be that's why we are very picky about the clients that we work with in 1831 also yeah because we don't want to work with clients that will drive us crazy because me and my partner we both do other jobs as well so we want to take that balance between until we are we feel like we are properly stable to run our business on our own yeah we are going to do that balance balancing thing so when clients like that come come on board and becomes really annoying we tend to get we tend to get like really caught up in that because yeah. sometimes it, most of the time it affects like the day job that we also do yeah so try to balance it out is hard but uh i feel like if you just do it it'll be fine i suppose i mean it's very emotionally yeah. draining emotionally mentally draining to like put out fires like that right dealing with clients mm. is not it's not like a walk in the park it's something that i hate i hate doing it i, yeah. I just want to focus on the mm. creatives and have like a client servicing person just handle the client mm. because when i mm. balance both it's just it's just a nightmare yeah yeah that's what that's what uh, me i'm also looking into like do by this year is that get a client service in person because right now i can't afford a client service in person yeah um that's what like i'm also looking forward to do by this year is like i want to get someone to like handle the clients because like you said like if we actually only focused on the creative work there will be better better stuff that are being better output man yeah because better output because right now we are thinking about we are thinking about money we have to think about the client service day we have to think about how like posting and all of that stuff it's really crazy the process is really crazy it it really really drains you out and that's why we i was i also prefer to like you know just do design work instead of client servicing and financial also yeah it's not a, it's not a good thing i suppose it's also a nightmare to find someone right when i put out like a oh. like a job advertisement to find someone for mm. client service i went through like 75 cvs and from 75 i shortlisted 3 and then from the 3 uh, i didn't pick anyone <laughs> what i could, i couldn't ban no like no one i was like screw it it's no it's not worth it man like you don't like one thing is a finding someone who sinks the other person the other thing is that because it's video production they have to understand production to an extent some things can be taught mm. 
but then if yeah, you're yeah. managing these accounts that are purely production based like it's kind mm. of tough uh it's kind of tough so yeah True. i mean they should come from some kind of similar background right have worked mm. in media before otherwise it it will be very hard because if you're going to spoon feed them while also mm. managing i mean you could have just done it yourself at that point yeah yeah definitely exactly exactly and you don't want to go through that learning curve also for them to like teach and then also get the job done like might as yeah. well take someone who is experienced and yeah. get on board and you know but it's crazy dude 75 applications and now 75 man it's insane i'm a very i'm very picky oh. how i get things done <laughs> so uh, that doesn't really help but uh, yeah but mm. being a perfectionist kind of sucks right yeah being a what what sucks even more than that is being a perfectionist who's lazy oh wow you yeah. want the best but then you it takes you that that vibe to like get into, like sink get right? into it yeah, yeah, yeah. but i'm not in the mood man once i get into the mood i will destroy it but yeah yeah same. but yeah you have to yeah, get into same. the mood so it's 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 a battle man sometimes you have to just like just yeah. do it regardless <laughs> otherwise it yeah even happen. i also got this even i also i i i have always been told like Uh, you're lazy. You're talented, but you're lazy. I Man, like, same, you know, same. <laughs> can't help. That. I know. I can't help. It. <laughs> when I need the sleep, when I need the, when I have the vibe, I'll do it. Like when yeah. I do it, also like it'll be the best. That's why. It's like, like God's. Uh, yeah, it's like God's uh, cosmic joke. You know, let's give him all the talent and all the laziness so that he doesn't execute. <laughs> <laughs> and then it it is and for us to like really get to some point it is like take time you know yeah yeah like to finish a project it will like take months and months which after you after you do it you will just be like i could have done this within like a week yeah i didn't <laughs> procrastinate for like months <laughs> well that's always an afterthought right <laughs> it's always an afterthought yeah. i mean we know that we are going to get that afterthought but we are still doing the same thing over and over again yeah that's that's really funny <laughs> but then that's a problem man is living mm. life as a creative in a nutshell that's how it is it's how it is this being a creative sucks yeah and i don't even <laughs> like being called a creative anymore you know because uh mm. like i walked into uh, an interview like a few years back and then mm. this person you're a creative and i was like uh i think so because that mm. word is just like thrown around like it's nothing now i mean yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. are you creative like yes i mean everyone is creative to an extent right um mm. everyone is creative uh, but yeah. how do you create is the problem <laughs> yeah, yeah even even i also had this whole battle in within my head uh because in my instagram bio i i do i want to call something of myself because I, earlier when i started i had this funny caption like the bio and then recently i had to switch it to like to look more professional you know yeah the last and time then, i had something else and then when i went recently it had nothing like it had like a, it had nothing yeah i was like okay where yeah, did yeah. it go then i had to go on linkedin yeah, yeah. so yeah i had to uh so i was i was battling this whole thing like why what do i call myself and then um and then i was just like i, I remember i remember having typographer art director 
uh, designer, artist, and creative. I was just like, there is so many things to call myself in like one Instagram bio. Yeah. It's, it's like, what if, what if I just get rid of it and then let people figure it out by on their own? Yeah, I'm, let them assume whatever. Oh, yeah, <laughs> let you assume. That's that's why that's why I put my bio as you will see, you will know. Yeah. It's simple, like you will see it and you will know. That's it. Yeah, let people assume, <laughs> But, man. That's that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask you like this crazy, crazy question. Yeah, man. Uh, who is the non-creative person that have inspired you? Non-creative like, person, a person who is not in the creative industry or doing anything. Mm. That's odd, man. Like, um, it's it's very odd for. I mean, you can take inspiration out of the weirdest things, right? uh you can take inspiration out of like a little conversation you had with someone at a bus stop and stuff like that and that will inspire mm. you to create something uh when when you yeah. when you asked me that question just one thing popped in my mind but then uh this was but then that's also the a person from the industry uh mm. this was right after my first job or something i had applied i think right after my second job so i had applied for like a few places and magic mango was one of them right so they told me are ah, you come by you know let's have a chat so i caught a bus and i went all the way there and then i don't remember who exactly i spoke with right i spoke with a few people and then um, they were like so the thing is that we outsource all our production and all that stuff but then this person man this gentleman was so nice to me he sat me down and he asked me what exactly do you want to do if you do you want to be an art director or do you want to write copy like you don't you don't actually run into someone who takes time out of their life to to really uh, solve someone else's problem right what is like me trying to figure out what i want to do is none of his business uh yeah. which was which which i thought was very nice man um he took the effort into like okay he was like okay so if you're good at this if you like telling stories and if you like creating you should just create you should um, which and you should maybe join a production company which i did later on uh, but uh, it's very important for people who are experienced and people who have actually who have a sense of knowledge and they have the sense of responsibility to guide people in that direction right uh yeah. as opposed to as opposed to because people i mean this 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 whole creative industry is a jungle um mm. it's cutthroat to be to say the least uh no one wants yeah. i mean that's uh, like i i brought this up a lot sri lanka working in sri lanka is like a crab society right everyone just wants to put each other down and not lift each other up so even even your fellow content creators will try to put you down and as and and not lift you up right you know there's that lack of that the lack of support system is a problem and i feel like that should be tackled first which is which is a humongous task um but yeah that did that doesn't answer your question um <laughs> i don't uh, yeah but then a lot of people who inspire me and people who do things out of kindness i think that's mm-hmm. very important like you know sh- because i when i moved here i was a very lost kid like i had no direction and a lot of people like mm-hmm. it's like a few kind words that they speak to you it it goes a it goes a very long way right uh, yeah yeah 
it inspires you to be better it inspires you to be a little bit like them right so then whenever you are given the opportunity to guide someone when you are given the opportunity to spark an inspiration in someone or like uh help someone be yeah, better yeah. than you you do it because it's your social responsibility yeah. yeah that's what like that's that's what i feel like many creatives need is that appreciation of yeah. like okay yeah the work you've done is good you know but there is also especially for the young ones that are coming into the industry now they need a little bit of guidance <clears throat> that's why if i do lecturing and when i also do lecturing when i used to learn uh like there was i'm i'm not saying people didn't say like i'm kind of saying people didn't say nice things about it because they didn't say anything yeah. so sometimes they would just is like okay that's that's okay that's good you know but the more the more detail you get into and all of that stuff the more you appreciate that person's effort and then and then guide them as like okay look this this is something that you could look into and then improve on that that really helps yeah. and that's what i that's and then and then afterwards and th- and those things really help right so that's what and then i got that in magic mango also when i joined uh <clears throat> all the people there are the basically the legends of the industry in considered legend in the industry and like i would sometimes i don't only sometimes i don't only do like designs i also write scripts for tv commercials and stuff like that and then when i when i when i'm bad at it there is there is someone who would come and guide me as like okay look this is something that you could have added and that will add like that little edge to this commercial or something like that you know those little little words actually help sometimes they wouldn't even tell that make it look like it's a lesson yeah. you know but had to gain everything out of what people say right and th- that really helped me and that's why i that's why i when it comes to when it comes to my lecturing also i always i always tell, i always encourage my students as like look you know it's a good design like most of the de- students design is not up to like the excellence you know but when you see when you see talent and when you see when you see talent and identify them and then tell like okay look, this is something that you can look into and then improve on that will <clears throat> that will reflect them in their work also because those little like you said those little words really really help when it comes to creative when it comes to creating things and that is something that i feel like everyone has to understand either you, if you are not in the creative industry or not uh people have to give like feedback as like okay your work is good but also try to improve on this and stuff like that which really will make a big difference in that creative person because we we kind we some we kind of like that instant gratification also of yeah. creating things and like i'm i'm sure you also we are all like we all like to hear compliments about our work yeah you know when you see like instagram comment course, about yeah, yeah. you know this is nice this is nice it really motivates you to like create more like that's why people create a lot in instagram because if people get so many comments and stuff like that uh which is really interesting <clears throat> and i feel like i hope people who are listening to this also will uh think about you know appreciate a designer 
every day a create not a designer a creative every day like to leave a comment behind leave a comment on some of the creative posts and like mm. this is it goes a long it's, way it like, does it goes a long way right you are not <clears throat> just set aside that ego part of like okay you're not losing anything man like you're not losing yeah anything. exactly and and then that uh, you never know right that what that one comment can make a big difference in this person's uh, in this person's uh, career you know yeah. there are i have got so many i have got so many like comments and followers from people that i admire that sometimes they don't even come in but the fact that they are even looking at my work really motivates me to like create more good work and that also really helps right and that is something everyone has to be everyone has to do like even if you are non creative like someone not in the creative industry or <clears throat> not just just do it and that really really helps and that goes a long way and uh, yeah it's just be nice yeah <laughs> just be that. nice man <laughs> they're going through a lot what <laughs> would be what would be one thing like uh, if you could say something that is mediocre in your perspective but do you think something is mediocre in your sense and uh, the fact that you've learned how to master it wow that's a big question that relates to this whole podcast also yeah. um it could be mediocre. something mediocre just to you I mean to so someone else it could be a big deal but then something that you find mediocre and something that you've learned how to master along the way master along the way yeah um something maybe you're still mastering this is something i've been trying to master at least recently is that i'm trying to bring in the concept of minimalism into my life a lot i'm trying to get rid of things that doesn't bring any value to my life that is uh i feel like it has to be mediocre because yeah. it has to be in our lives because i used to be a person who would still kind of is i i used to be a person who would buy dumb shit from the money that i make <laughs> and i would buy it and i'm just like why did i spend so much on that like i'm not even I'm a expensive anymore yeah. yeah i'm a shoe person I'm, i'm a very shoe person and uh, i buy shoes that are like quite expensive in other people's taste uh, i would buy it and then it it goes through my mind i was like why did i spend so much money like it's just a shoe right but then i but then something that i tell myself is that you know it's design issues okay you don't understand yeah. what the the value <laughs> behind it and all that but i know <laughs> but it is but it, it's something that i'm trying to like master is just like you know just have a pretty how to can i say a calm mentality yeah a very very calm mentality not impulsive uh, because that yeah because you just i feel like you just have to in your head if you are if you are peaceful and if you are calm everything just flows really really well because that something that i also realized is that within your thoughts if you are very complex if you are thinking too much and everything is just like crazy inside your head it reflects in your work it reflects in your lifestyle also and especially for people like us designers you can see the output of our work Yeah. and that directly comes on from our head also right yeah so i 
I myself have seen like a really change in my work as to the way how my mentality or my my mentality or my thoughts have been changing. You know, like recently, uh, I've been starting to follow <clears throat> this guy called Matt Diavella. I don't know if you heard yeah of yeah he did this documentary and, on Netflix, right? Yeah, he did this documentary on minimalism, and he has his great YouTube channel, a great podcast. I keep listening to it, and. Uh, what in one of those in one of his podcasts there's this person who comes in to the interview uh, like the podcast and he says like you should do things that matters to you not anyone else and yeah. then whatever that you do has to have a certain value that that only you would know it right just don't do it just because of what other people say or what other people do or whatsoever so i feel like that is something that I'm trying to master myself, like just have a stable mentality, have a stable like thoughts in your head, and then everything just flows very well. And you don't even have to try to like, you know, like you don't have to like stress out like, what should I do for my next project? I have to come up with something really good. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you just have like a stable mentality it will just flow you don't have to try it will just keep flowing yeah and it's a good process it's a process like in in his in his in his uh podcast and his in his documentary he says like you don't overnight you can't become a minimalist you know yeah. you can't get rid of all the clothes in your in, in your cupboard or almira you know, I'll, I'll, and just start wearing plain color t-shirts. You can't do that overnight. It's a process, right? And um, so, so those things take time. That's a big process. Yeah. And I feel like if many, if if other people also like really start to like get, do things that actually add values to their life, and I feel the output would be really different and really good also. Yeah. We're so Learning, caught up in something. this whole like like a rat race, right? We're so caught up in doing things to satisfy other people, and you know, um, mm, mm. that whole really takes you from the essence of actually living to your potential. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But this is something that I tried like during the first lockdown. I stayed away from Instagram for like one month, man, and that that made a big difference. It does. Me. It like, does. It, but sadly, I had to come back because our lives depend on that. Yeah, yeah. Some extent. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> which is kind of, yeah, which is kind of like a funny thing. Uh, but uh, the fact that, like, knowing that, at least you learn something out of that. I, I learned something out of that thirty days. It's just like you don't have to do things to impress people, or uh, to show off people. You know, just do as you, just do as you go and things will fall up, fall together like yeah live. for sure no, for don't sure. show off don't you don't have to put everything on your stories like you it's useless <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it gets to you sometimes you know you you think to yourself oh shit i'm not posting enough and all that stuff but then it doesn't really matter it doesn't really matter it doesn't like sometimes it's like this like people don't really care yeah they don't really care as much as as much as you think you know this many people <laughs> view my stories it's just like a glance right people don't care it's about like what's like, happening yeah yeah like they would be impressed by like that second and they will just like uh, next second you would ask them oh, okay that's it yeah 
on Instagram, people don't really care. So like, you know, kind of understand that. Um, if you're, but if you are like a really an influencer type, yes, people will kind of <laughs> okay. poke their nose into their lives and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Your life um, is like public property at that point. Yeah. Yeah, like I hate that, man. I hate that. Like, I don't want that to be there. But uh, yeah, what is what is something with that you are trying to like master, dude? Like, I want to know you. Ah, something that I'm trying to master is keeping my shit together, man. <laughs> which is which is a task, man. It's 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 uh, it's a task. While I mean, while it it's exciting to venture out to do new things, but then uh, your like you look at your calendar and you have like 15 tasks to complete today, and then like 20 yeah, more yeah. tomorrow, and then you're like, dude, like that that anxiety yeah, just yeah. hits you, right? Uh, even I though, know. I mean, you can, even if you take it, like my friend told me, just take it one day at a time, one day at a time. But then, you know, mm, one mm. day feels like a year, man. Some days. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's yeah. just like, you know, like, like you said, uh, keeping, keeping yourself in check and just like, take, you know, living mm. a very, uh, like, yeah, being calm, right? I mean, because there's no point worrying about things you can't control. That's the outcome exactly. is going to yeah, be the yeah. same, right? Mm, uh, there's this like like yesterday right i i went out and i didn't have my license and uh, so i went to coffee bean right and i got mm-hmm. all the way to coffee bean like with no issue and then there's a cop right in front of coffee bean and i was like <laughs> fuck me man i didn't get all the way here to get copped like right in front of cop. so what i did was i parked like right not not the, where they parked there. I parked a little further and I yeah, came yeah. in. So mm-hmm. until I finished, like I was there for like four hours or like three hours. Until I finished, I was paranoid. Is this guy gonna cop me? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, am yeah, I yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah. screwed over tonight? But then mm-hmm. so I was thinking, mm-hmm. like, dude, if I were to get copped, I'd get copped. There's nothing stopping. I'll get copped, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just like killing myself, worrying about something that <laughs> could uh, could or could not happen. It's like Schrodinger's cat, right? It's either dead or alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you don't know until you open the box. So, yeah. so yeah, that's the mentality. Just like live, live in that moment. Like, yeah, just chill the fuck out, Zishan. Yeah, I know. Something that I tried and kind uh, works is that, uh, which uh, which something that works is that I feel like if you have a to do list within your day, and if you like cross off each one by one. Yeah. Then you're, for me at least, I don't know, I don't know your schedule, your yeah. schedule must be crazy. But I feel like if you like have a to-do list as like do this, do this, do this. And then when you cross off those little by little, then things get little, it's sane at, at yeah, least. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like there, there could be like work, but you don't overthink as like because because we we work in diff- several projects at the same time yeah that's you, you don't or you don't ponder as so like okay what's like when i'm working on one project i would thinking about the other project and then i would lose focus in the project that i'm supposed to do right yeah, now yeah so like it's it what have, what i feel like really works is a to-do list like you something that i do is like i get up early in the morning and i write the the things that i'm supposed to do like yeah. first <clears throat> First, write this easiest task first, like sending emails and then text and like checking up on like, you know, clients and stuff like that. Those things come first because those are things that can be done, for example, in an hour. 
but others take time. So like I would always have like a to-do list what to do. And yeah. by the end, yes, you feel tired, but at least you don't feel like you've been dragged through hell from the, from <laughs> the morning you got up to the yeah. night, you know? So I feel like that is something you could also try. But I've started writing weekly lists now because when you write daily that's lists, good. then that's like insane. You're like, fuck, do mm. I have to do this within the day? And then I write things within the week and I just slot them across the week. I mean, if you complete it by the end of the week, you're good. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm, uh, or else definitely. it's like scary. Um, because I, uh, what I've noticed is I don't screw up with like the big stuff, right? Uh, if it's like mm. I have to create something, design something for Instagram or something, I do it. I keep missing mm. out on things like call someone or email someone or reply to this message. Shit, this morning I had a message to reply. So, yeah, this is exactly the scenario. I, to- I thought I'd reply yeah. to that earlier today and I completely forgot because you get bogged down. Um, yeah, so the easiest tasks are, I, I find it hard. So that's about Yeah, the easiest tasks are usually, that's the thing, right? That's, that's again, coming back to that whole lazy mentality that we yeah. have. Yeah. It's like, Let's do it later. Later, yes, and it never happens. It never happens. And then it's only when you go to sleep, it's just like, oh God, like I suppose I could have sent this message in the evening. Take like 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 half a second, dude, (laughs) to like half a second. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like it's Uh, it's crazy. It's it's I don't know. Yeah, it's a curse, man. Being lazy is a fucking curse. It is, man. It is. (laughs) Uh, it's it's hard to like get out of it. Like, <laughs> I mean, you have to change your entire yeah. personality, like recode yourself, right? Uh, mm, yeah. But yeah. yeah. It it, so... it got it got worse during the lockdown. Also. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Because you are just like. <laughs> My just sleep like schedule's it. gone for a six. Like I haven't recovered in like the last eight months. Like that's oh, really dude. Like I still like like last night I slept at like. 7 or something, 6, 7 a.m. So that is not last night, but that is today. That, that's this morning, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I can't sleep anymore. I mean, I normally don't sleep all that much, but then, uh, mm. yeah, so it is what it is. But yeah, it is, it is what it is. It is what it is. I, I watched this, like, I watched this, uh, the podcast you did with uh, your friend from Bro. Yeah, uh, the videographer, Rajit, 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 yeah, Rajit, like he sent it nicely, you know, like, like it cost a lot to go for therapy. And <laughs> it is what it is. It's like it's free. Everything, like even my friends, my friends, my friends would probably listen to this, and they would be like, "Yeah, that is the one." Like every, like so many problems that has come came across very recently. I'm just like. It is what it is, man. Yeah. It is what it is. You can't it happens. That sense of self self consolation, right? You know, you, you just say it is what it is. Yeah. Done, man. You don't worry about it. Yeah, done. You're done. Like if it happens, it happens. Where do you see yourself by the end of the year? That's like realistic. I'm not saying like where do you see yourself in 10 yeah, years yeah, yeah, or like 15 years? How are you going to survive this year? <laughs> That's the question. This year, wow. This year. I don't like from last year, like I stopped having plans. <laughs> it doesn't, no year, point. <laughs> <laughs> no point in having plans, but like, I have to have some set of standards, you know? Um, 
this year so uh so this year i'm graduating like finally i'm graduating and i'm getting my degree this year hopefully uh inshallah completed inshallah <laughs> that is it is the muslim version of it is what it, it is, is a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and uh but yeah like i want to i'll be graduating this year hopefully and then uh i want to uh oh, i want to take 1831 to like another level yeah uh because we want to bag around 10 clients within this year so that we have that uh, retainer they have the retainer clients uh and uh, other than that also do lecturing lecturing is something that i always keep doing and uh, you never know right i so this year i want to take a crazy turn in my career uh like turn into something with different uh i hope that will happen uh yeah. which i don't want to spoil yeah, yeah. Uh, but um but yeah i i want to do something really different this year so um and then see where i can you know have my see where it goes you know yeah uh, i just i'm not if i usually get bored with things very fast yeah and no, I, i can't even say bored it's just like you know like i done this and then that's the limit of like how much i yeah. can do and then i would like to move on to something different you know so i would do that so i i want to change into something different like my industry probably and uh, go into different industry and then and and also by the end of this year i just want to be calm and happy basically yeah. glad I, i thought you were going to say i want to get married by the end of this year or something like that fuck no dude <laughs> trust me so many people are getting married everyone's getting I married can't. man it's crazy like i can't i even... can't dude yeah it's it's funny right it's funny how old are you i don't know how old uh, i'm 20 shit uh, 24 24 okay yeah. 26 yeah. this year um which is pretty old in in terms of the brown in our families you know the brown yeah, families, yeah 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 <laughs> pretty old right <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, it's funny because like there are students in my class who got married this year yeah. and i'm just like the lecture is like still nothing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah it's a lot of pressure uh, man it's a lot of pressure to think that uh, i mean to an extent uh, i mean there's always brown aunties like oh you're next door like i had kids when i was your age like what am i supposed to do man <laughs> yeah, yeah what am i supposed to do right yeah exactly um so there's a wedding this uh, personal information there's a wedding that comes up in like a month or two and i'm 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 ready for those aunties man um fucking ready for those aunties and just going to be like don't even think don't even like if you are not <laughs> if you want to talk about marriage don't even talk to me <laughs> like i don't want to talk to you. yeah like marriage marriage is out of the picture for like a few years at least so, yeah this, i think that should be the case you, also man i'm not even this dude i have to get my shit together first <laughs> exactly exactly that's what i'm telling we have to get our shit together shit together emotionally uh, yeah. mentally and then yeah like this year i'm yeah. just focusing on like two ventures that that uh, mm. that that i've ventured out in like um, 
so one is um, entrepreneur wired so entrepreneur wired mm-hmm. is a platform for entrepreneurs where they can um it's an, it's basically like an educational platform where we uh, engage with entrepreneurs and inspire entrepreneurs that's that's the goal to inspire the next generation of entrepreneurs uh provide them with nice. resources and then um everything necessary to like because when you look at it entrepreneurship is overly glorified obviously where where are the real stories no one talks about real shit here right mm, yeah. no one no one mm. no one wants to speak the truth so so but for, even for entrepreneur wide we have a podcast so where we bring on entrepreneurs nice. and we talk about um, uh, how they got there and you know we delve into different mm. industries and all that stuff so so mm. that is in the works and then i'm working on this other tech startup which is which we were supposed to push out a beta early last month in january actually but then we're pushing it to um pushing it because it's not ideal like the pandemic is just messing plans up left right and center yeah, but yeah, then, yeah, you know, i get that yeah uh, it is what it is <laughs> <There's> it's, a, <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's nice dude you you actually like got into like different avenues of uh, industries which is yeah which man is it's dude. it's trying i mean it's just like um, uh, at at a at a point you just think you no know, like uh, what do i have to lose right i think that mentality is very exactly. important what do i have to lose like you know mm. you try and if it works mm. it works otherwise or else or else uncles are always going to know me as hey that cameraman boy uh so which which yeah, i yeah, yeah, i hear yeah. that term man i hate i hear that term um especially especially in muslim families my goodness the man. things that they tell to like me and i was like graphic design kollane that's it right? yeah that's it man <laughs> like after you don't even want to have a conversation so i thought like yeah, you know, yeah. like and 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 you and also the pandemic makes you think how brittle how fragile our entire careers are right you could mm, be affiliated definitely. with an agency and then you know tomorrow there's nothing who are you there's nothing yeah, yeah. Mm. so might as well like uh, do multiple things and excel the, the only way is to diversify man yeah exactly that's 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 what i feel like many people have to even i realized and i hope people also realize is that like our careers like you said could are very fragile like it we could lose within a day like you never know what when the next pandemic could hit or something like that yeah. or the next version of this pandemic and then something that people should realize is like you know try out your feet in different industries and find like a set of stability that you can go on for yeah. a few like few months at least and then i feel like you you would survive because what i noticed was that people who would who are only who are only stick to like one industry or one expertise they failed uh, they failed during this pandemic yeah i saw a lot of people i saw a lot of people who did different different things that they were not even supposed to do yeah um during this pandemic and then they really succeeded in what they did and then yeah. by the i'm not saying the pandemic ended but like after the after, after this whole thing came out like they became the experts of their own game which is yeah. really really nice to see 
and i hope it's something that people also would actually learn out of it's very important for our generation ex- like especially because <clears throat> when you look <clears throat> at like my, my parents they always they they they've always been they've always opposed everything they're like you know this creative industry doesn't last that long you know it's not <clears throat> long term for them <clears throat> like even they they still don't think like filmmaking is a viable option a viable yeah, yeah. like viable career so i mean i guess mm. those those aspects also pushed me to an extent to like try other things uh yeah, i mean yeah. you don't want to be the family disappointment at the end of the day uh <laughs> <laughs> that's also there um uh, so yeah it's crazy how that is uh, kind of sticks to our personality right you, yeah yeah you don't want to be the disappointment in the family yeah it's it's, it's, it's really there's funny. a lot of anxiety with that man you you come yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of baggage that you have to carry oh shit you know what am i going <laughs> like am i going to be the disappointment yeah, yeah, yeah. right so so even like even my parents to an extent they don't understand that you know uh like i i say oh i'm trying i'm venturing out i'm trying to do this we're trying to build this blah mm. blah blah like oh, what you know mm. if you go and get a job and you sit and you know work for like 15 years straight you get pension and what not like what the hell pension man pension and all of that yeah, yeah, yeah. you are yeah. settled for life settled for life you get married and have a few kids buy a car buy a house yeah so like yeah, yeah. i mean maybe it worked for them but then it's so competitive out there you can't do that anymore and you and you don't have that sense of peace like you have to go at the end of the day when you go to sleep you have to go to sleep like with the sense of peace right that you achieved something or you contributed towards something yeah. added value to someone right rather Definitely, than just like like a workhorse right you know <clears throat> yeah that is that is also something that that our generation has to do is so that do things that actually value and actually that brings happiness to them yeah uh and that is yeah like you said like there is a big generation gap between like our parents and us yeah. alone there is a very big generation gap and uh, i feel like they have to actually do things that you know like it really brings them happiness and then really do things that at the end of the day like you said go to sleep and think okay i did something good i can be happy instead yeah. of like <clears throat> you know going about that rat race it's just like so basically in the, when you wake up in the morning you shouldn't feel like you want to kill yourself yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's uh, you, you don't wake up in the morning like fuck i, I don't want to go to work today. Uh, yeah right yeah exactly that's not the way yeah i was i was thinking about this uh, very deeply in the sense that you know how our parents mm. when they talk about their struggles they talk about you know i had to walk this many kilometers to get to school mm. and you know those kind of struggles you know i had to like climb a yeah, mountain yeah. and um it was hard for me to get a first job or you know education was hard blah 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 patterns mm. i mean i understand i mean that that's kind of like a it's live growing up in sri lanka that's like standardized struggles even maybe yeah, at yeah, the minority you have plus plus um mm. so but then uh, do they take the moment to understand that okay we've we maybe they grew up during the industrial age where you know before tvs and what not we are going yeah. very virtual uh, age where you know the problems that we have to deal with is not physical it's mental right yeah so much yeah, that we have to cope with it's insane definitely yeah like our challenges are very different from theirs like even sometimes like even for my parents also 
took them a while to understand like the struggles that i face in this industry alone yeah. is a is vastly different from what they faced back then you know yeah. uh, because something that my parents wanted me to do that i did was that do a levels for me, do do maths for a levels yeah. <clears throat> which i did and then i failed obviously yeah. math sucks and uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then afterwards like even even after even even after failing that and when i got into this creative industry it was kind of it was kind of hard for picture them to like think that okay my son is going into an industry which is completely new it could make or break him yeah. you know there is that thing of they question them their kids also at some point all for them also it took a while to understand okay okay fine like my kid can do something in this industry so yeah. like now i know now i can trust my kid to do something let's say but in the beginning there was a lot of like a lot of like confusion from their side also because they also this is an industry that not many people know about like yeah. all of the the only thing that i heard about is doctor law yeah all this stupid ass shit right <laughs> <laughs> nothing against doctors by the way <laughs> uh, but but those are things that they have known so yeah. like something for them like some this industry is very very new to them for yeah. them also like to understand okay look it's a pretty it's it's a pretty risky uh, industry it's a pretty very very competitive industry but you know like if the support comes with, that really helps us also you know so there's also really there's an aspect to it that i don't know to what extent you can relate to but um the way my the way my father in in specific that he that his main concern was um, as a muslim uh, the whole advertising mm. culture wasn't centered around muslims you know you would be out late you I mean you'd go drinking and that's the mm. culture that you know sri lankan advertising has always had like you'll be working yeah. around women i mean it's it's very conventional to think traditional actually to think about things like that mm. in that perspective mm. um mm. and you if you fall into that culture you would actually become like them and then you'd be an outcast in our society uh yeah 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 that's that's it i think that's, yeah it was there like i'm sure you faced it like how did you face that situation and then i'll tell now um to me like because my first job i got into like the media right so first i got into like legacy mm. newspaper so i was working mm. at the daily mirror and then uh, to an extent my dad was my parents were happy because it was you know he's working for a prestigious newspaper your son's name comes mm. up on like videos and like newspaper articles which is tangible that they can tell their friends oh look this is my son mm. uh, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. is great but then the downside of it is that i'd be working late i'd be working with women um there were parties mm. there was you know alcohol involved and you know like a sense of you know like is our son still culturally intact is he still mm. uh, the muslim yeah. boy we're trying to raise that is uh, are we losing yeah. are we lo- is he losing a sense of him is he becoming um more uh how do you say uh, my dad uses this word he says uh, are you becoming he's like uh, you're you're too liberal 
<laughs> is my yeah, dad yeah, 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 yeah. you're too liberal yeah, yeah. uh you you your pers you look at things too liberal this is sri lanka you can't look at things like that but then that's i don't think yeah, that's yeah. the case some the word that uh, my parents would use is shaitan basically yeah. like <laughs> yeah. straight up <laughs> straight up like no, no filter no. <laughs> <laughs> so i just become in the face shaitan <laughs> but yeah even like even i also it was quite hard to convince that i i didn't i didn't have to do any sort of like convincing but they they themselves had to realize it because uh i also started from publication i yeah. i i i used to work at this magazine called artra magazine yeah and then my boss was a lady so and then <clears throat> in this company i don't know for some reason there were a lot of girls like same know, same more than boys yeah and <laughs> then um, and then i feel like that kind of that because it's a working environment like they yeah. have to realize that okay this this because this is a working environment like these are yeah. things that are happening like have you can't do anything about it right and then um and then also like then i went into like <clears throat> for them like the concept of cfw kind of fashion week was just like out there you know <laughs> um, and and then when i when i tell them like i went to cfw and stuff like that they'll be like Ah, so what did you see there? I was just like, uh, this model is going up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just had to pretend like I didn't, like I didn't drink or anything for some yeah. some time and all that. But after I get into advertising, it became pretty normal. Like, <clears throat> uh, we used to drink like in Friday nights and stuff. Now I don't drink, but only some extent. Mm. But uh, when it it was it it is a, it is a thing like you know like to have a small drink like after especially when you win like features and stuff like that yeah yeah you have a small drink and stuff like that. it it was pretty normal it, it is in that advertising culture i feel like and they for them the more i didn't have to tell them so the more the more i tell like what are the events that happen in the office they were like oh okay can't do anything about it like if this but if this what he likes to do let him do it you know but now i I'm, but now i can tell that my parents are more happy that i stopped drinking a little bit <laughs> because i don't come home late like at yeah. one o'clock and two o'clock yeah. uh, but i didn't do much convincing i just i just did what but what i thought was good to do and then they also obviously realized yeah i don't think i did convincing either i just told them and this is what it is i mean this is what it is and then yeah, they started like accepting yeah, yeah. i mean they they i mean it's not like they were less disappointed it's just that they got used to it they got used to it yeah yeah and can't help it do it like this can't help it man that it's how it our industry is yeah. i'm not saying our industry is always drunk but yeah <laughs> but it, it is part of our industry that we have to accept it like we always become a part of it right so um, mm. there's there's always there's always flaws in every little thing so mm. you can't really point fingers i mean i do understand yeah. my my parents have like genuine concern for their son which is which is understandable but then when it comes to aunties yeah. and stuff that is like they're just being nosy for no reason uh, yeah yeah oh my goodness yeah. don't get me started with these aunties <laughs> crazy like every time every time i see them they be like oh now we are drinking and all that no we are becoming that have when was the last time you prayed i'm just like oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's uh, 
it's it, yeah it's inevitable those things come like nothing is perfect like yeah. they have draws like but like even they themselves do like mistakes <clears throat> yeah yeah of course but um it's basically basically zishan it's hard to become a creative in a muslim family it's very hard yeah it's there's a lot of it's barriers that i don't think a lot of people see um uh, yeah because i a friend of mine recently not recently like a year ago she told me there was this kid um he was about uh, 17 18 or something so he was into like film making and all that stuff so he was he'd shoot a lot and he'd blog and stuff and then she told me um this kid's dad was so mad at him that he was pursuing this he had to like take away his camera and then uh mm. stuff like that and i i don't see a like a harm in it man uh if if that's what the kid is passionate about there's no reason you taking it away from him he's just he's just going to do it without i mean you're just yeah, yeah. who's well being are you looking at at the end of the day right mm. yeah, yeah uh which is pretty it's sad like, this is this is a funny thing that i i don't know it came up in a tv show or something like that Indian Indian parents Indian parents or like Asian parents think of their kid as an investment yeah uh, <laughs> basically but something this is something that i noticed like i've been lecturing for uh two two years almost now instead i'm really happy that many muslims are getting into the creative industry even yeah. even if it's like not something that uh very very little things right it's really interesting there are so many henna artists that are coming up there are interior designers there are graphic designers and like even entrepreneurs like muslims that who have entrepreneur like uh skills like you know like they try to actually practice those things yeah. which i'm really happy to see that coming up which and is I good hope, yeah which is which is really good <clears throat> and uh, i feel like it it will help up to some point our community also muslims have to go really that. outside just sticking to business also no you yeah should. definitely like that is yeah many muslims are very business minded yeah. uh, i know i mean it runs in their blood in a way right like muslims are hmm. i mean their most families are involved in business and all that stuff but then uh, yeah. which is which is like like you said what's surprising is that i see a lot of girls um mm. really engaging uh, like they're out there you know as interior designers fashion designers which is which is a good sign that the parents are actually letting their children pursue their something children. they're passionate about right yeah 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 definitely i and i feel like and i feel like it's mainly because of people like us right because we they I'm not saying we are legends in our game no, or we are the greatest in our games. Yeah. But we kind of pay, like pave the path for them to like see for them to like see that okay there is something that can be done in this yeah. career, you know. So like every time that we do or achieve like going like achieving our career like a milestone that really people really look at that and be like okay like you know like because of that person did that maybe my kid also can do it like yeah. there is a, there is something out there because i know <clears throat> i know many people many people in my family who got into the design industry just because of what this what they saw that i'm doing what i'm yeah. doing they were like 
<clears throat> in the beginning they were like okay what is this graphic design you know like it's something dumb shit you know yeah. but they see what i'm doing and what are the things what are the things that i'm doing what are the things that i'm creating and how successful if there is the word to use yeah that um that i am are because of that they they let their kids also to take that path which is path which is really really interesting and i hope this this keeps growing more and more and yeah. diversify what their the talents are because there are talented i'm, I'm saying i'm not saying other other divisions don't have talented people <laughs> no no that's not the case but like it's really it's really good to see that muslim kids who are who are usually been brought up within like because our problems are are i mean muslim the society as a whole even children are repressed you know they are told mm. you have to be a doctor or an engineer they are brought up with yeah. the mentality that you know your fates are already destined uh and yeah, which is not normally which is not the case but then uh, which is not like generally the case some families are pretty open minded they love their children to like pursue whatever they want mm. but uh, it's yeah. it's it's a little hard to like break that cultural barrier it's a little hard, hard. yeah mm. that's that's what i'm really that's why i'm really happy that muslim girls are really doing good things in this industry or they are really exploring their options as to what they want like usually the perception is that muslim girls young marry and then their yeah. life is done yeah but uh but it's really nice to see some real people are starting businesses and like from the creative creative stuff they do like they also start their businesses which is yeah. really interesting and uh, yeah like i'm really happy man i'm re- for i'm not i'm not being anything but as a muslim it just really makes me like yeah, happy to see like, genuinely yeah especially especially you that's why i also support you a lot oh, man i really appreciate i know the, likewise i know the struggle that yeah oh come on man i'm not <laughs> no no of course not of course not great shit that's why i support you because i know like the struggle that we have to go we have to go through to like get to some point because it's not for a, for us it's not an easy road to yeah. go up in that ladder you know so that's why i'm i'm not saying i'm only going to support muslims but it's really <laughs> nice to see muslims yeah. are doing better <laughs> yeah. no because i don't know i i mean i'm pretty sure other peoples of other religion they have have issues as well but then we can only speak mm. from our behalf right that's the only reality yeah, we yeah. know of right the first hand reality yeah. at least um yeah yeah so yeah which is which is great man i really enjoyed uh, our conversation uh, i mean i was a little i That's i thought nice. you were a little skeptical as to what we were going to talk about but then we have we have tons to talk about uh, i know i know exactly i i, I can i say this but like yeah, the things ahead. the the topics that you said to like talk about we didn't talk about anything like when a little bit yeah, yeah i mean doesn't really matter man like free flowing conversation yeah, is like the best kind yeah 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 that's why i was i was fucking i was fucking nervous dude i had never oh, done man. a podcast this is my first podcast ah, my I, pleasure <laughs> yeah thanks man thanks the re- that's the thing man the, the reason why i really like your podcast is like freakishly genuine right like i really like that whole the and another thing that i really like is your the podcast cover the design that you yeah have. that was my brother man this my thing. brother designed that 
that's amazing like I, i know we are not supposed to judge a book by its cover but yeah i judged everything from that cover itself and i was like this is something i have to support uh-huh. and i'm glad man i'm glad that i'm here to talk to you it's really interesting to talk to people like you all is interesting man. thank you man it's i really, really hope this is the first time that we met this is the first yeah time yeah which is normally the case with everyone else on the podcast also <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy man it's um, amazing amazing i'm really happy likewise thanks likewise. a lot so thanks a lot for making me a part of it amazing man amazing um so yeah do you want to plug anything at the end of the podcast people where do you want people to come catch you like uh instagram handles uh i usually don't like to do that <laughs> but then yeah if they but, find you as an interesting character you will have to lead them there okay so <laughs> uh so obviously most of my work goes on instagram uh, my instagram goes as duan underscore shehan so that is where most of my stuff is being uploaded and then i have my side hustle which is 1831 studio uh, you can go check because we do like brand we do mostly like branding photography and social media with all of that stuff mostly into crafting and uh, that is what that is that is where you can see my work and my side hustle work and last not but not least the shout out goes to you zishan like Thank you're you, doing man. a really good job here and then i congratulation on the mon- on that morning l.lk uh, column also like thanks man thanks our episode will also go <clears throat> Uh, print i think it will go in like a month or something they kind of backtracked and like the old episodes are going now so i'll i'll keep you posted oh, okay. when uh, this goes thanks, up man. thanks man so thanks i'll catch man. you thanks soon man we'll we'll connect in real we'll life catch you soon yeah of course man uh, i hope to i hope to. so much things to talk about <laughs> yeah looking forward to that man stay well looking forward stay well you too man stay you well too. bye bye Thank you.